everybody and welcome back to the busy bleeding podcast my name's tess i'm alexis and we're your hosts of this podcast we're a new fresh brand this week we're coming to you fresh better than ever recharged yeah. revamped yeah we rebranded <laughs> on instagram facebook linkedin i've left mm-hmm. the cover out for now but you know who knows We'll keep you guys on your toes. Like we might switch yeah, it yeah. So we have new colors, a new font, just like an overall new look. Um, I don't know. We had like a very muted look before, like very neutral boho color. Mm-hmm. So now it's just like a lot more brighter. And it's, it's reflect- so pretty. We're literally obsessed with it. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking for like 10 minutes about how obsessed with it we are. <laughs> if no one else likes it, at least we do. Yeah, so, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, so we're busy bleeding with two Gs on Instagram. Go check out the mm-hmm. new branding. Join the Facebook group. Join the LinkedIn. Just, you know, join our community. Yeah. This week on the podcast, we have Jen Lauren. It was such a fun episode. She just quit her PR job to go part-time, and then she works um, part-time on her YouTube channel, and it was just a really fun episode. We talked a lot about just, like, trusting your gut, taking chances, taking risks in your 20s, not caring what people think, and it was a really fun episode. So stay tuned for that. It will be coming up shortly, depending how long (laughs) we talk for. (laughs) Yeah, really, though. As always, we asked you guys over on Instagram some questions that we can go through before we get into the interview if you guys want to be part of the intro every week follow us on instagram we can't say it enough clearly but um (laughs) we ask you guys questions that go with the topic for the guest each week and you guys just give the most premium possible answers every single week never disappointed never ever come through every time yeah okay do you feel like you prioritize self-care 44 percent said yes and 56 percent said no what do you think I think I do and I feel like before the pandemic I don't think I did as much but now I feel like I do a lot more and I feel like working from home might be part of that because I have more time yeah so I don't know if I was like in the office full-time if that would make a difference but I think I do for now yeah I feel like it just depends on the month for me like I don't know sometimes I probably prioritize it um too much I don't know I feel like self-care, it's like what they say in the morning toast, like self-care looks like hard work. I don't know. I think it just depends what it is. Like I've always been someone Mm -hmm. who like, I will not sacrifice sleep. Like if... Me either. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. Like if a video is not going to get done or something, like I just won't post that day. Like I'll just post the next day. Yeah. Um, That's like me. If I don't get enough sleep, I am a monster. No, I'm like so dramatic without sleep. Like I am so unwell. Like me too. <laughs> I don't know, but I think like with sleep and like journaling and going for walks and stuff like that. But I feel like I'm not good at like like this is something Jen Jen and I talked about is like when you're anxious about something or like down about something, like actually like talking through it and like addressing it, like oh, that type yeah. of self care. I feel like I'm like trying. I to get don't better do at. that. <laughs> I know. So. Yeah. I don't know. I'm good at like the fun self-care. But so 56% said no. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that makes sense. I feel like, I don't know, everyone's so busy. Like, especially people in this community, it's like they're working nine to five or they have a side hustle and they have like a full-time job. It's just like when you are so busy, like it is hard to prioritize it. Yeah, it really is. And I feel like now, again, since things are starting to open up again, like we're just busier than we have been for the past two years, really. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's true. Mm Mm-hmm um okay so the next question we asked you guys is what do you do for self-care and we got a bunch of good answers as always oh my god someone said um hot girl walks i love that (laughs) i love that i literally do that every day and i I call them my hot girl walk (laughs) i feel like reading and like going for walks was like invented from the pandemic (laughs) like no same (laughs) i know i never used to go for walks or read and now like i do both of those things every day me too i know too and i feel like honestly tiktok really really influenced that for me (laughs) i know but i love the phrase hot girl walks like Go for me a too. Walk. It just makes it sound so fun. Like going for my hot girl walk. I know. <laughs> I know. Get your hot girl walk outfit on. Like you're good to yeah. go. Someone said full on skincare routine and try to keep my phone and devices on. Do not disturb. One thing I did is I went into Instagram and like all my apps and I turned off all the notifications. So I only get a notification. I don't, I, I don't get any Instagram. Like I don't get any oh, push notifications really? for my apps. No. Ooh. That's a yeah. good idea. Yeah. Because then if you like you're always distracted like or I am like if someone comments yeah. or like dms you it's like you're just always like I'm a, I'm always on my phone anyway so 
I don't need the extra like help (laughs) yeah really though (laughs) um someone said having a me day cooking my favorite meal reading watching Netflix doing skincare I like that sounds like the perfect day really (laughs) yeah that's like a good Sunday vibe yeah I need to finish um high school musical the musical the series (gasps) oh my god (laughs) I hate to say this but the end was so bad what I started watching it like I'm like halfway through the first season and Storm walks in like a course of the cringiest possible scene I was telling him like no I know it's like it sounds stupid but like it's actually a pretty good show I know it some of it is just so cringy but like no and the music is so good like I listen to it all the time oh I know you can do this on Spotify where like you can pair your Spotify with somebody and it creates a playlist of like your top 30 songs or something <laughs> and sometimes I'll be listening to it and like like it'll be like two high school musical the musical songs like in a row i'm like wait it's so embarrassing what is this it's fine it's fine we love it yeah a lot of people said working out which like i so commend those people like me too i honestly i wish it was me yeah i i don't have anything to contribute to that conversation but like we we see you and we admire it like the gyms in toronto have been closed since like 2020 and they just reopened. Are they still closed? No, they just reopened it now. I have actually no reason to not go. Like before, I'm like, oh, I can't go. The gym's like closed. We're in a pandemic now. I could go. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody said Target runs. Oh my God. I wish we had Target. We had Target in Canada for two months. Yeah. Literally. I went so many times. Like Me too. And it was two hours away from me and I still <laughs> went all the time. <laughs> like those were probably the best two months like that that was my peak when target was in canada like i will never forgive them for taking it away from me i feel like i could solely like support them financially like for how many times i was going like me we all too. just needed to work harder like there is no equivalent in canada like no like we used to have zellers but like i always like watch vlogs of people going to target and i'm like i'm so jealous of you you don't like, know how lucky you are okay do you find it hard to balance a full-time job in school and self-care 87% said yes and 13% said no. I feel like, like you said, like working from home, it is a lot easier because like you can make your bed and do laundry and like, yeah, I don't know. Like it's just a lot more like I think everywhere in Canada for the most part is still work from home. Like, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know, like when I was going to the office and like, I definitely did not prioritize it at all. Like it is kind of hard either. to balance for sure. Yeah, especially because you're getting up so early. I know. You're staying out all day, then you're getting home so late, then you just make dinner, and then, like, the day's over pretty much. Yeah. I feel like, and I don't know if this is, like, not a popular thing, but I feel like since working from home, I've almost made more boundaries with work. Same. Which I feel like it could go the opposite way. Yeah. But it's like, now I wake up, I have my desk upstairs, I go and I do my work, and then when I'm done i'm done yeah you know, I'm, I'm not like thinking about it all day i can close my laptop move to my couch and then like be done <laughs> <laughs> roll over into bed <laughs> literally <laughs> the next question is do you have a side hustle 67 percent said no and 33 percent said yes do you have a side hustle <laughs> this podcast yeah i was just gonna say like i guess this yeah <laughs> totally no I you mean, do yeah i know you do you have a lot yeah <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I was I was um, watching a video by Natalie Bartboot, and she was saying how, like, there is literally no such thing as a hobby anymore. Like, yeah, our generation just monetizes everything. Like, YouTube and the podcast, like, back in the day, it was, like, probably a hobby. Like, you wouldn't make money. But now it's, like, if you're starting a YouTube channel, like, you're trying to make money. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But people start, they're like, oh, I didn't even know you could make it. I'm like, Oh, sure you <laughs> <laughs> sure you didn't <laughs> i hate the question when you're at work and people are like what do you do for fun they're just so awkward it's like and i hate when people are like what's a fun fact i don't have one there's <laughs> i can't think of anything i'm, I'm not sorry. fun like, no i'm not fun and i don't have any facts <laughs> <laughs> i always just say like my fun fact is i'm from vancouver island that's a fun fact that's like the most boring <laughs> fact like I don't know. I just know I panic every time. I like full panic mode. Oh my god. <laughs> or like do two truths and a lie. Like you think I could come up with something that's so interesting that like people would think it's a lie. Are you kidding? Literally. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> okay. So the last question, if yes, what is your side hustle? Also, 
before we get into that, we have a self-promo Sunday thread every once in a while in the Facebook group. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, which I think is fun, you know? I like to see what people are doing. Like, I like following people's accounts, like their Etsy yeah, shops, and, like checking all their stuff out. So, if you want to shout out your side hustle, wait for the self-promo Sundays in the Facebook group. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Somebody said that they're a virtual assistant. That's cool. Ooh, I've seen a bunch of that on TikTok really? lately. Really? People, yeah. What do you People do? being like, day in the life of a virtual assistant. Or people being like, this is how I got my job as a virtual assistant. It seems really cool. Yeah. yeah. So you just like schedule meetings and like emails and like stuff like that? I think so. That's cool. Someone said they have an Etsy shop. Love that. I know. And there's also so much cute merch on Etsy. I, I don't know if you've ever looked up like Taylor Swift merch. No. Or I looked up Olivia Rodrigo merch. Oh, Yeah. People are so creative, and they make the cutest stuff, and it's so much cuter than the actual merch. Oh, yeah. And then they're, like, actually supporting a small business, like, which is Mm -hmm. way better. Yeah. Oh, somebody said that they do um, Airbnb rentals. Like, that is the ultimate side hustle. I think you make so much money from doing that. People do that, like, as their job, too. Like, if you have a condo, you you can make a full-time income off Airbnb. Someone said they have a blog and an Instagram about books, and they're also a figure skating coach. Oh, that's cool. Oh, my God. I used to figure skate when I was little. Oh, really? Oh, my God. I can totally <laughs> yeah. picture that. <laughs> you can? Yeah. You but I did been... it for a, a pretty long time. Really? I think, like, eight years, maybe, or, like, ten years. Like, a long what? time. Why'd you stop? Yeah. My coach was really mean. Oh. And, like, Loki bullied me out of it. <laughs> Oh my god. I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> I forget how old I was. I was maybe in like the seventh grade. Aww. And I was learning a new routine. And it was the first time I was doing it by myself. Like she had just shown me the choreography and it was the first time I was doing it. And I forgot the ending. And so I just stopped in the middle of the ice. But it was at a practice. It wasn't even at a competition. Oh and she lost her mind at me for just stopping. And she lost her mind. Like literally lost it oh my god that's like in front of everyone too she yelled at me in front of everyone (laughs) me yeah i'm sure you're not like my coach i'm sure you're amazing (laughs) oh my god someone says they grade cpa exams oh my god that's the accounting isn't it yeah like certified professional accountant right damn that's cool you must be smart yeah (laughs) someone said financial literacy coaching oh damn you must be smart too yeah (laughs) We need these people on the podcast. We need to... No, really, though. Get some accounting and finance tips. Oh, my God. Someone said, I work as an analyst part-time, and I'm starting my own tech company. That's so cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Wow. I feel like that's a good one to end on. Yeah. Leave it on a high. Okay. Well, I think that's... um, Those are all the questions we asked you guys. So, thank you for answering, for delivering top-quality answers, as always. So good. So that's it from us for the intro. As always, follow us on Instagram for next week's intro. And I think that's everything from us. So let's just get into the interview with Jen. Okay, so we're here with Jen Lauren on the podcast. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you for coming on. Of course. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you. Me too. I feel like you, your lifestyle right now is something I've been thinking about a lot. And I think a lot of people can relate to it. And I think... And just there's so much to chat about. I'm just I'm so excited. So before we get into it, do you want to just quickly introduce yourself, explain who you are, what your days look like, and let's just learn about you. Yeah, of course. So hello everyone. I am Jen Lauren on all my social channels. I am a lifestyle YouTuber and the host of Dare to Self Care podcast. All of my content is really around self-care, health, wellness, and also sharing my life while I live in New York City. I, what do my days look like? Well, it's different every single day. I'm sure we will get into it, but I've been working full-time in PR since I graduated from Tulane University for about three years. And about a month ago, I went part-time. So I only have like two clients in PR in health and wellness. And I'm also working the front desk at Rumble. I run my podcast, my YouTube, my Instagram, like a business as well. So every single day looks different whether I'm recording a podcast, needing to edit a video. I have a rumble shift in the morning at night. I have client calls every day. Looks totally different and it keeps life exciting for me. I enjoy hustling. I'd rather that than sitting at a desk every day doing the same thing every day for nine hours. So 
I love the New York City hustle life that I'm doing right now, especially after being locked down for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. It feels good to like be back on my feet. Totally. Yeah. You guys in New York had it so, so bad. I feel yeah. like you had the worst then you recovered so quickly. And I love your vlogs. Like they're just every day, like you, you said, is so different and it's really, really fun to watch. A question we ask every guest is what is something you could tell your 18 year old self? If you go, b- go back to that girl, like what is something you would tell her? Oh, I love that. I would tell myself, just be you do what you want and don't worry about the future. Mm -hmm. Cause I think that just goes for college years and early adulthood in general, I guess. It's just, you're so focused on what the future holds, what major you should do. You know, should I go to this party or should I study all night? Like all of those things that we worry about and also just trying to fit into a box. I feel like at that age. And I think as you get older and through all the experiences I've had in the past two years, I really realized like being you is unique and Mm -hmm. being you is different and so much better than trying to quote unquote fit in with everyone else. Mm -hmm. So I think it's those two things, like just relish in being yourself and love that you're different. And then also stop worrying about the future so much and just live in the moment. Cause as you grow up, you miss those years where you don't have a care in the world. So it's just like, Enjoy it. And I really do think I enjoyed it. Like college was the best four years of my life. I didn't start YouTube or anything yet. Like I definitely just focused on college, but yeah, I would, I would say really just like be yourself and don't worry. Totally. I love that. I feel like at 18, it's so hard to be yourself because I think you don't, don't even know what really that know. is yet. Yeah, yeah. You don't even know yourself. You're almost just like a collection of all the people you're around and people you watch. And, um, but I think as we get older, that you figure it out like every year more and more. Um, Totally. Yeah. yeah. I guess if someone told me that at 18, I'd be, I wouldn't even know what that means. I'd be like, I am being myself. Yeah. (laughs) Like this is me. But when you look back, you're like, no, you exactly what you just said. You're just, you're being a collection of everything you're surrounded by. And yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I really don't believe in regrets. So I guess Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like I'm happy with how everything went, but I just Mm -hmm. think that's good advice in general for younger people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you recently posted a video on your channel explaining like quitting your job, quitting your nine to five job. I think the title is like at 4,000 subscribers, quitting your job, like am I crazy or something? Um, (laughs) And I I would just love to get into that because I think watching that video just so much resonated with me and I'm sure everyone who watched it. So before we get into where you are now, so when you were working in PR, how long did you work in it? And what was that like? And what about it made you kind of make this shift? Yeah. So I was working in PR for, I want to say three years. I, what it was like was I was working at agencies. So rather than let's say working for a brand at the brand's company, I've been at agencies. So I've been juggling about five clients at a time, Mm -hmm. which as you can imagine, it's, it's like having five jobs. Like you have five clients that want you to work on them all the time. And at an agency, at most agencies for each client, there's a different mix of people on each team. So I'm working on five clients, not with the same four people on my side on different groups of people. So like you have to have internal meetings and talk to all of those like 20 people every single day. It's just, it's very fast paced, but it's also really fun. Mm -hmm. I think where it got murky for me and to be clear, I am now part-time. So I'm Mm -hmm. still working at an agency few hours a day Mm -hmm. where I'm only on two clients at a a time, which we'll talk about, but it really had nothing to do with PR and Mm -hmm. everything to do with something else was calling my name. And, and I had this anxiety, overwhelming anxiety that grew larger and larger and larger. And just this voice in my head that got louder and louder and louder. That was like, I'm putting a hundred percent of my energy into a job when I know what my end game is. I know what I'm passionate about. That's YouTube. That's podcasting. That's anything larger that I want to come out of that. Any entrepreneurial endeavors that I want down the line as well. And it felt like I was giving a hundred percent of my energy to something else. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the day, there was not much left to give to what I really wanted to be doing because my message on all my platforms is self-care. So I also want to make sure I'm taking that time to take care of myself at the end of the night, morning routine, all of those things. And like taking walks, taking breaks. And it just, 
it was just this increasingly difficult dilemma in my mm-hmm. head. It was like things were just fighting for my energy at all times. Mm-hmm. And eventually after months and months, I didn't think I was going to do this till September. Okay. But I truly had like this bodily reaction <laughs> to the point where I've said this before. I might've even said it in my video where got to a point where I wrote my to do. I like got to my desk in the morning at 9am or whatever, wrote down my to do list. And I'd start crying as I was writing it down, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. everything I had to do for every client. And it just the time came where how I act, I don't know if you're into human design at all. Have you mm-hmm. dabbled in it at all? I, I heard you talk about it a little bit in your video. Yeah. 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 So I don't know much about it. But I had Erin Claire Jones on my podcast in the week that I was like debating leaving, which was crazy timing. Mm-hmm. She was like, you're a manifesting generator and you act on your gut. And mm. it totally resonated with me because I was like, every decision I've made YouTube, I sit on it for a while. Mm-hmm. I think about it. I research it. I make sure it's the right decision. And then all of a sudden my gut tells me like, it's time. Like all of a yeah. sudden there was just a week where I broke down and I was like, let's find a game plan because it's time. And my body and my mind can't handle this anymore. And I spoke to my company Luckily, there were other options for me to still stay. They changed my title to health and wellness media specialist. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have been happier. And now, like I mentioned before, I get to have a different day every single day mm-hmm. and work at a workout studio, which I mean, I just love it so much. Yeah. I get my free workout yeah. classes. If you watch my content, you know, I'm obsessed with the energy and everything that is workout classes. And one day I might want to pursue something in the field professionally. So I'm not sure what that is yet, but I just have such a passion for workout classes. So I'm just loving this phase yeah. of chaos right now. There's so much of that I, I want to dive into. I think it it's a very admirable thing. And I think a very courageous thing Thank to you. really jump on, like to act on how you're feeling. Cause I think a lot of the time, like with something like a nine to five job, it's more accepted to just like work a nine to five job. And you know, people will like approve of that if you know what I mean. And then it's, yeah. it's very courageous to be like, I don't care what people think. I'm not happy. So I'm doing something else. And I think that's a really good lesson. I think anyone can learn from watching your journey. Um, yeah. So yeah, it takes a lot. <laughs> totally. I will, like I said, it took me a long time to get there. It's not just like, I, that's not my personality or it wasn't. Let's mm-hmm. go to tangent. But I was actually talking to my boyfriend about this the other day just about how like different, cause we've been together whole nother story. We've been together for 10 years. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I know since high school. So we were talking about how different people we are now than we yeah, were then. Totally. And, like in high school, like we were talking about before, like trying to fit into the mold and everything. Like in college, I wouldn't have dared start a YouTube channel. No. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> yeah, like it's just crazy how it, it's a muscle confidence is a muscle that you have to build. Mm-hmm. And it's like, once you start taking these tiny, these tiny risks, like, I think it really started when I finally started the YouTube channel Yeah. from there, the confidence just, and then not caring what people think it almost becomes like a high, like I get a high off doing something that I yeah. know the assholes are the assholes <laughs> from high school are like that, that still are stuck in that like bubble and, and won't, dare do something that would make them stand out or make them different or fit outside yeah. the mold. Like I get a high off of doing something that would make them talk about it. So totally. It's, yeah. it's taken a while to get there though. I, I love that perspective because I think, <laughs> I think when it comes to something like YouTube or podcast or really like any sort of public facing side hustle, I think there is such a fear there of people like DMing somebody else talking about you or talking about behind your back or just people's opinions. Yeah. Like we care so much, even as hard as we try not to, like it's, it's tough. So I, th- I love that perspective of like, you get a high off doing stuff yeah. that they, they will I, like totally. Yeah. I've never phrased it that way before, I love it. but I kind of love it. Me too. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have it on some merch or something? I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So you were doing PR full time, like just that one PR job. And then I'm sure you were like hustling late hours to get your YouTube channel, your podcast. Like, I, like, what was that like? Yeah. So I've actually been at multiple agencies. So the first agency I was at, I was working with talent. So personal PR. So like 
literally like A-list celebrities. Oh, wow. And yeah, oh, and cool. as you can imagine, yeah. it was very cool. Like I was walking them down red carpets, but it's your whole life. Wow. Like events yeah. at night, so cool. I really wish I was like vlogging the experience, to be honest. I was yeah. too scared back then. Yeah. Again, confident. I was like hiding my YouTube channel and stuff at the time. Wasn't really active on Instagram, but I wish I was because it was definitely like a glamorous, cool life, but also a very high stress, anxiety inducing life. And I just realized like, this is all really kind of yeah. superficial. I don't really care about like kissing a celebrity's ass. Like yeah. these <laughs> events are cool, but like, it's not cool when you're out to brunch on a Saturday and you need to get a celebrity a nail appointment, like things like that. Totally. It's like all the stuff you don't see, like all those little it's tidbits, I'm sure, which takes the glamour out of it a lot. Exactly. And yeah. I just, I was like, okay, I like the agency feel, but maybe I can do things that are more aligned with my interests. Like I was on YouTube and stuff at the time talking about health and wellness and mm-hmm. but yet I'm like in the entertainment music industry and it just didn't yeah. feel aligned with my passion. So I went to an agency where I could work on lifestyle clients. So mm-hmm. I was working on Bobble Bar. Oh, cool. Fifth Avenue. Yeah. Um, my current clients, the class by Taryn Toomey, Bar Three, like a whole plethora of different types of lifestyle clients where it doesn't really bleed into your weekend and it's not as high right. intensity, high pressure as the celebrity world is. Um, and now I just work on strictly health and wellness, not mm-hmm. even lifestyle, like just um the class by Taryn Toomey, which is a workout class, and then bar three. And then mm-hmm. soon I'm actually starting with Bertuvi, which is an essential oils oh, cool. a diffuser. I forget your question, but that's what I do now. <laughs> yeah, no, that was it. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. How long have you been, like how long ago was it where you're like, okay, I need to go down to part-time? Literally a month and a half ago, oh, maybe. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so crazy. How, like what are the main differences you're feeling like do you feel more like emotionally mentally like just what are the big changes that you felt so far like in the last month and a bit so aside from look anxiety is never gonna go away like there's always things to be anxious about I'm definitely more I don't know if anxious is the right word but more hyper aware of my finances because I don't Mm -hmm. have the same steady paycheck every two weeks I do still have a paycheck every two weeks because I'm part-time there. Yeah. Rumble, I have shifts from, but like, it's not necessarily, you know, it's a minimum wage hourly job. It's different shifts every week. So I'm more hyper aware of my finances. I'm not really letting, I'm not letting it give me anxiety though, because at the end of the day, the main difference is I'm genuinely happy. Like, yeah, I'm looking for apartments to move in with my boyfriend right now, along with trying to juggle all of this and finances and like a lot of high anxiety things Mm -hmm. but I just have such like a peace about me Mm -hmm. because I'm genuinely happy like I was with my friends this weekend and they were saying they have the Sunday scaries and I don't because yeah I find it fun like I'm a planning nerd I live on my google calendar and yeah I find it so fun every night to like plan (laughs) my next day by the hour like it's genuinely it's not like oh I expect the same thing every day like I just love seeing oh do I do I have a podcast tomorrow what do I have tomorrow like what do I have to upload um do I have client calls like am I working at rumble like where am I structuring all this for the next day and I just find it exciting and fun Mm -hmm. and a fun challenge like I just I don't mind the hustle of having to be more aware of my finances and you know maybe walk a dog if I have a free hour to like yeah make some cash and get outside like I don't mind any of that because I just feel like it was so aligned and the perfect step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, I just feel more at peace regardless mm-hmm. of the extra anxieties that mm-hmm. is like trying to manage my own life and finances and everything. I just feel like I'm living life on my own terms rather than on this right. one job's terms every single day for eight plus hours a day. I feel like Mm -hmm. I'm living my own life now. Absolutely. And I I think we see that quote, like take control of your life. And I feel like your story is so um, reflective of that. Like truly, I think, I think you've said this in your video maybe as well of like, 
people always say like, oh, you have to grind until 4am and like, then you can go part-time when you can make enough money in your side hustle to go part-time. And I think that's just what people think. But in your situation, you just did what made you happy and you can focus on it now without needing to have your sole income from your side hustle. Like you can still focus on it. It doesn't have to be that way. Originally, when you started YouTube podcasting, were you kind of thinking like, okay, when this is my, like half of my income, that's when I'll go part-time. Like what was the transition like when you're like, okay, actually I don't, I don't need to wait for that. Like I can do this now. Well, I always thought in my head, once I can replace or match my income, Mm. that's the time to do it. Cause like, that's what we're told. And totally, I'm not saying I disagree with that at all. Mm -hmm. I just think I work really hard and give a hundred percent to whatever I do. So it got to a point where I was like, I know that I can accept this challenge. Mm-hmm. And if I need to make like an extra 50 bucks, I will walk five dogs that day. Like, right. like you know, like yeah. there's ways to make money. If you are totally. someone who's already an anxious person about money, super fearful, like has a fear mindset or like things like that. If you're like high, high anxiety, and it's going to get in the way of your mental health. Maybe it's not the decision for you. Right. But I just have grown such a confidence and have really, I mean, I've been doing YouTube for two years now Mm -hmm. and over the pandemic, I was able to actually find a consistent schedule, just like put things. I just have a clear vision now. I think I always thought like, oh yeah, eventually a bunch of people will subscribe and I can make some money and it'll replace my income. And like, there we go. And like, I will be able to run with it. And I think over the pandemic, I learned a lot because I was, I had the time and energy to not only research a lot, but try things out. I learned Photoshop. I mm-hmm. Final Cut Pro. I started a podcast. I learned so much over this past year and have been able to really focus in on it and make so many new connections that I didn't have before. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really connected with anyone in the YouTuber space and the health and wellness space until the pandemic. Mm-hmm. ironic just because I think online communities grew oh yeah I think so patreon communities like all of that stuff yeah. just kind of took off during the pandemic so with all that being said I think I just it grew louder and louder knowing this is what I'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. and I'm starting to get good at it I'm starting mm-hmm. to really enjoy building a community and my why is truly to build a community where people can just be real raw themselves and Mm -hmm. geek out on workout classes. And I just have such a clear vision Mm -hmm. that I think really it just came to a point where I was like, am I willing to sacrifice the financial stability Mm -hmm. to do what I love? And I realized like, honestly, my friends will come to me for like networking resume Mm -hmm. stuff. Like I'm good at the career networking and all of that. So I'm like, I have a resume. If in six months I'm like hysterically crying and moving back in with my parents, which yeah. that's another thing. Like I had a backup plan. I moved back in with my parents, yeah. get a new job. And that was that. Like I sort of, I did a lot of research. I watched other YouTubers who made similar videos to mine. And a lot of them said like journal on what's the worst case scenario. I listened to like right. your day job and the four hour work week. And I just started journaling on like, what's the worst that can happen. And then what's the solution? Mm-hmm. Oh, these are all the random ass ways I can make money. This right. is what I can do if I can't make my rent. All those things. It's like, yeah, that doesn't sound fun, but is the risk worth it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And yeah. it still is. So I love that. I think it's quite a scary decision, I think, for a mm-hmm. lot of reasons. And I think a big one is almost what people think like not just people but I think people close to you as well like parents and partners and friends and I think like what was that like for you like did you find for the most part people are supportive or did you have that fear a lot that people are going to have certain opinions or yeah I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't even mention that in my story because it was not I don't think of it now now that I'm like across the border or whatever but I remember like on the other side yeah, but I remember yeah. talking to my therapist about it. Like once I was officially making the decision. Okay, let me back up. Yeah. I started planting the seeds like at <laughs> dinner with friends and stuff for a few months. Right. Like to yeah. see, honestly, the initial seed had been planted. One of my best friends 
randomly said to me like why don't you quit your job and like like you're so good at this why don't you yeah why don't you quit and like make money doing xyz and like like we're young you can do this now like I'm 24 so I have Mm -hmm. two years until I have to pay my own health insurance like those little things actually matter and she sort of planted the seed for me I was like no what like I'm not gonna do that until I yeah make match my income and she sort of like planted the seed I didn't think anything of it like no I can't do that then once I started you know being more upset at my job and yeah this and everything I started like saying to my friends randomly like I would love to just work at a workout studio and do YouTube and getting that validation from friends and my brother and sister saying like I could so see that for you like totally that validation I cannot ignore that or Mm -hmm. take that for granted because unfortunately it really did does help push you in the direction like Mm -hmm. having that support and the validation from people closest to you to be like, yeah, I could see that for you. You would say to your friend, if you knew they were like, I have a best friend who makes impulsive decisions right. and like, we always make fun of her. We're like, slow down. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Your best friend will say that to you. Like, oh my God, are you crazy? Right. And a lot of them were really like, saw it for me specifically. They weren't like, oh yeah, that sounds fun. Like they saw it for me. I will say the most nerve wracking. I'm lucky enough that my mom is super supportive of all this. She's very like, yeah. follow your dreams. How can I help? Like beyond so lucky nice. for that. Yeah. My dad, not so much. <laughs> he was yeah. a scarier one. Right. I had to like emotionally prepare to talk to him and like right. tone it down. Like, oh yeah, I got a new job working at Rumble. I'm like, try to, which was like another topic of conversation with my therapist. Like, why do I feel the need to make it not sound like a front desk job? Like I was like, right. I'm going to help out with their social media and like mm-hmm. dressing it up a bit. Um, at the end of the day, he trusts me and I came prepared with like, I went in my budget. This is what I'm going to do. Like I'm going to, yeah. you know, like I, I gave him the numbers and everything so he could trust it. And now that it's like a part of the everyday routine, it's not a big deal, but it's right. like so daunting when you first approach them. I think if you have people really close to you, their opinions do matter and not because you should listen to what anyone thinks you should do with your life. But if you trust them and you think they know you really well and they know if yeah. you can handle it or X, Y, Z, like, or they could give you ideas. Like I had friends who actually mm-hmm. gave me ideas with like how to expand my business and whatnot. Like, I think planting the seed is helpful because it's going to give you some like extra motivation on the way. And if you don't have supportive friends, you'll find new friends by putting yourself out there. I can't tell you how many people I've met just from podcasting and having the time to go on other people's podcasts now. Like you will meet people that will support you and it's your life at the end of the day. And it's so annoying to say that because you can hear people say this until they're blue in the face. If you don't believe it yourself, it's not going to resonate, but I now do believe this because like I said, confidence is a muscle. It's your life. You cannot live it on other people's terms. Mm -hmm. You could take advice. You could take, you know, motivation. You could take inspiration. You can take people's opinions into account. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, you live in a really nice apartment. Like maybe you should think about that. Like you can take advice, Mm -hmm. take opinions, take it in, but don't let it become your own opinion. Like take Mm -hmm. everyone else's voices and allow it to form your own opinion and plan at the end of the day. Yeah, I love so much of what you said. I think a key thing that you said that resonates with me is like people that know you, like people who you think do know you, that's I think key when asking for advice and opinions because sometimes you have friends and acquaintances, but maybe they don't know like your heart and your passions and your soul as much. And I think that's fine. Like, it's great to have different levels of friends, but such a big decision, like going to what, like what you've done. I think it's really important to lean on those people who you do feel like know you even better than you know yourself sometimes. Yeah. And then for those people who don't know you, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I was like, wait, why? I was saying to my ther- therapist, I was like, wait, why I'm starting at Rumble tomorrow. I'm, I'm starting this new life. Like, why am I all of a sudden feeling insecure about if I see someone from high school or like right totally no one wants to admit that they think about but we all think about them it's human nature like what are they gonna think what do I say I'm doing for a living when they ask like 
And then you just outgrow it because you're mm-hmm. doing what you love and you realize you're happy and you're like, wait, I'm so happy. And you, and you come up with your answer for those things. When mm-hmm. like adults ask me what I do, I just say PR. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, exactly. I don't go into the other stuff. Yeah. I don't go into the other stuff. Um, it's more the anxiety about what people who don't know you think, I think. Absolutely. I think so too, because the people who love you, I mean, they'll always hopefully support you. And I think something that's interesting about your journey is like, truly there's no criteria for doing what you want. Like, I think I'm 24 as well. And I think a lot of the times we're almost like, okay, I'm 24. I have a great corporate job. Like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like I'm meeting all the criteria of what people think is good right now, but it's like, there's no checklist. Like there's no reason you have to be doing a certain thing, which I find very inspiring from what you've done. Like you just want you weren't happy and you are passionate about something. You don't have, there's no criteria. You can't be like, oh, well, I have to meet these things before I can focus on what I'm passionate about. Like you can just do it and you will figure it out. Um, yeah, and there's options. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't totally. have to fully quit my job. There's right. options these days. Everything's so much more flexible. Being an online creator, or having a side hustle, a side business on Etsy, whatever it is, is so normal now. Like it's totally. so normalized. It is. Bosses, if, if you're embarrassed to tell your boss or you feel like your company wouldn't understand, like I've been there and really not a big deal if you don't make it a big deal. Like Mm -hmm. that's another thing with when I see people that I'm not friends that I'm not close with at at rumble or whatever. It's like, just say it with confidence and then it's cool. Exactly. Is how it's going to be perceived. So if you say you have a channel and a podcast, like I absolutely love it. People are going to envy that you're doing something that most people quote unquote, wouldn't have the balls to do. Totally. And like people yeah. get jealous that you're putting yourself out there and that you're so happy. Mm-hmm. If you say it like, oh, I have a YouTube channel, but it's just a silly hobby. Like, yeah, don't watch. When I, <laughs> when I first started, I would be like, I'm just same. doing it for the free workout classes. And I'm like, why did I say that? Like, oh my God. I did the same thing. I've been on back on YouTube for two years as well. And like, I didn't tell anybody. I didn't put on my Instagram. I would like never bring it up like in person and nobody really knew about it because I like, but then again, it's like something you're so passionate about. It's something you dream about. You want to build. And it's so true. Like how you market something and how you present it is like just so much how it comes off to people. And that's, I think, like you said, people do envy that when you're like so passionate and happy and confident doing something. Yeah. And it's again, like exercising that confidence muscle. When I first mm-hmm. posted on like my Instagram to all of my high school friends and everything Same. saying, look at my YouTube channel. Like, was I fully confident? No. Did I look fully confident? Yes. Mm-hmm. And now it's gone to the point where I post without thinking. So it's, mm-hmm. it's exercising that muscle mm-hmm. and you got to start somewhere. You're not just going to wake up one day and feel confident. You just have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations mm-hmm. and pretend you're confident and then eventually it'll be your normal. Absolutely. And like you said too, it's like the people's the people who you don't really interact with and the people you're not closest with, for some reason, those opinions carry the most weight. Like those are the ones I was so worried about. I'm like, oh people from my high school are going to think like all these things, but it's like I literally never talked to them ever. Like it's so weird how that works. Yeah. And I guess that's why it's because like, we don't have the chance to explain ourselves yeah. to them. <laughs> yeah. So we're like, where our friends have been like along for the journey and like, yeah, see it as a cool thing. Cause like they've seen us start it from scratch and like, whoa, you learned graphic design and all of that. And mm-hmm. I'm like the person from high school that was really judgy is probably still judgy and not yeah. <laughs> out there because they're too totally. embarrassed and they're definitely jealous. So they're going to talk shit about you. And it's like, it's not a good feeling to know, but it is what it is. Like yeah. we gotta stop caring. Absolutely. Well, as you keep posting, you'll stop caring. I think so. And there's truly with something like YouTube or podcast, like there is you just that is how you grow. Like Instagram. Like if you don't post it on Instagram, like that definitely will stunt your growth. So it's like maybe it's not the most fun thing at first, but it will benefit you so much in the long run. Like it is so worth that awkward feeling for a couple months. Like like you said, you won't even care and it will be so worth it in the end. Yeah. And I hate Instagram. Like I'm not, I do podcast and YouTube. I'm like a speaker. I'm a video mm-hmm. person. Like I don't like posing for pictures. I don't like super curated mm-hmm. feeds. So 
that was a huge struggle for me. And now that they're having like reels and video be promoted on Instagram, I'm like, I can do this. This is is me. And now my Instagram's getting better. Yeah. Yeah. Your Instagram's great. I love your content. Thank you. Yeah. Instagram's interesting because like there's just so many different versions of what you can be. Like I was talking to Julia Chris about this as well. Like both her and I have like, I think we use the exact same filter on all our pictures, but it's like, that's so like old now. Like it's very outdated to like use filters and there's like the Emma Chamberlain's that like are so unfiltered and people do reels and it's tough. Like it's a, it's a hard app I find like to grow on. And it's also really hard as a small creator because Mm -hmm. you want to do the no filter raw real footage, but then you're like, but how do I attract people to my page then? Because it's not aesthetically pleasing. No one really cares. Like if I have my period today, like, (laughs) like it's just, so I was talking to Rachel Mansfield on my podcast about this other day, who's huge Instagram, uh, recipe developer and creator and Mm. we were talking about this too it's like the balance between being real and raw but also aesthetically pleasing with strategy like Instagram is just the worst I know it is like (laughs) I don't know have you been on are you on TikTok you know what (laughs) wish everyone could have just seen your face (laughs) I have my three platforms I one of the main reasons I'm not on it actually because I love videos and I think Mm -hmm. like oh that's what I was thinking about yeah I know I love creating videos I'll put my reels on there they get like two views because (laughs) it's not the same right content that you want to watch on TikTok I guess I just I really do genuinely at the end of the day care about taking care of myself and anytime I would go on TikTok in because I wanted to start creating content on there you really do have to spend a lot of time on there and like mm-hmm. really understand the trends, understand the language, understand mm-hmm. what works. Like it really does take up a lot of your time to like mm-hmm. get to know what you're supposed to be creating on there. And when I tried that for a bit, like I just found myself getting into that hole of TikTok and yeah. it was not good for my mental health, my screen time. Mm-hmm. I spent enough time on Instagram and everything. So yeah. I just, I'll upload my reels on there, but I can't. I just, I, I, I cannot do that to my brain. (laughs) I know. TikTok is like a whole other like social media world. Like it is, it's so crazy. Like I am like, I'm obsessed with TikTok. I have a problem for sure. I think my co-host in the intro, like we talk about TikTok way too much because it's truly like a black hole. Like when you get on it and it's, I found at first, like as someone, I'm sure you can relate to this, like as a content creator, you're like, oh, well, I just need to be on here and making content. And I need to post yeah. every day because everyone's growing so fast. And like, it definitely, it's hard like to separate those things, like to not just like watch for fun. Like it's good to just watch things for fun and not be like, I need to capitalize on this, like monetize this. So yeah. I think it's and, the balance. Yeah. And I watch YouTube videos around the clock, like, and because Same. I love it, yeah. but for TikTok, it just didn't make me feel good for whatever reason. I don't know. I yeah. felt like I was sitting there for an hour and then I'd look up and it'd be dark outside. And like, <laughs> I just, I like, I had an actual pit in my stomach. Yeah. So there's literally no shame in anyone's game. I wish I could do it because like you said, like it's so quick to grow. That is where you should be right now. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, my message is all about <laughs> self-care. I consume too much content as it is. And YouTube like inspires me when I watch it and like I put it mm-hmm. on my TV sitting on my phone for an hour like in a trance mm-hmm. gives me anxiety so totally yeah we did an episode a while back about like is social media bad for your mental health and I think what we ended up with is like if you are on the app however you feel off the app like right as soon as yeah. you exit it that's what matters and that's the yeah. tell don't that's a good point like that's it's a great journal prompt. Like what <laughs> apps do I feel great when I use them and which do I feel like absolute shit after? <laughs> totally. And I think it's like something like Instagram, if you don't do like a feed purge every once in a while, like I think that attributes to how you feel as well. Like if I'm following a bunch of influencers or people that don't, you know, fill me up that much, like I think that attributes to it a lot as well. But TikTok's so tricky because it's not really people you follow. It's like anybody. Yeah. So yeah, but TikToks is more fun than Instagram because TikTok's mm-hmm. like funny. It makes you laugh. Totally. So I love like when I'm with my friends scrolling through. Yeah. But agreed. I think when it comes to like following influencers, it's really like what is their influence? Mm-hmm. And it's great to follow them for recommendations and tips. Mm-hmm. And like it's 
literally their job to find new hacks and things like that. So yeah, so it's not a bad thing at all. Obviously, we're both trying to yeah. work <laughs> yeah. on our, our influencer game. So we're mm -hmm. not against influencers at all. But I think it's about what their influence is. Absolutely. I totally agree. Speaking of like Instagram, TikTok, like with side hustles, like, of course, there's somebody who has really prioritized that in your life, which I think is like very admirable, like I've said. What is your mindset about your side hustles? Because I know everyone is so different. Like some people are like, oh, I just do that once a week. It's on the side. It's fun. And I think I'm similar to you. Like it's a business to me. Yeah. I think ever since, even though I said like when people ask me what I do, I just say PR because it's yeah. <laughs> people who wouldn't get it. If it's like people our totally. age, I, I tell them everything. But I try to personally view my, I guess we'll just say personal brand mm -hmm. umbrella, like all my content creation. I try to make that my main hustle now mm -hmm. over the past month. Um, and then I'd sort of view everything else as a side hustle right now. Like, yeah, I like that PR, like all the health and wellness stuff that I do in a more work, I guess, like yeah. I'm getting paid, you know, every week or whatever for it. Um, I consider those my side hustles now. So it really is all about perspective and all about mindset, but my mindset is really just trying to prioritize what I want my end game to be and what mm -hmm. is most important to me, what I'm most passionate about. Mm -hmm. And that right now is growing my YouTube and podcast community and mm -hmm. trying to really build it out and bring more people into mm -hmm. the community and, and create really inspired, thoughtful content because when I was full-time in PR, I felt like I was just racing to get a video up as mm -hmm. quick as I could. And now I feel re-inspired and I feel like as I have podcast conversations with other creators and taking things and really being able to take things from what they're saying and bring it into my own perspective. For example, I podcasted with Zoe Pritchard. Yeah. She was talking about how she barely edits. She started to grow as soon as she was just her rawest realist mm -hmm. self talking about her finances and like everything under the sun and so I do that on my podcast but I'm trying to do that more on YouTube now mm -hmm. so just now I have like more energy to put into what was my side hustle what I now consider my main hustle and yeah. I think that mental that side hustle mentality of like you have your full-time job and you have to work on your side hustle till 4 a.m and sacrifice mm -hmm. your sleep and then do it all again the next day I don't subscribe to that yeah I think I find I'm all about time batching, but I will say, I think mm -hmm. I time batch throughout my day. I don't have like one YouTube day, one podcasting day. I try, like, obviously some days are more heavy than others, mm -hmm. but I really try to bulk out by day. So mm -hmm. like if rumble is from four to eight, I'll put in like PR from one to four. Mm -hmm. And then the whole morning I have to edit, record a podcast, make a YouTube mm -hmm. video, whatever it is. And on days where I'm not really doing anything for YouTube, I'll probably vlog that day. Mm -hmm. So I really, my mentality is trying to find pockets in every day for each thing. I do mm -hmm. time batch, but it's not per day. It's like throughout the day, a few hours mm -hmm. dedicated to just this, a few hours dedicated to just PR. Like mm -hmm. I'm not doing 10 things at once, but I do totally. everything every day. That totally makes sense. That's a good way to organize it, I think. I think a lot of the times too, we equate time to success. It's like the more time and like the yes. harder and harder, like it seems the more successful you're going to be. And I think that's really not true. I think, like you said, you definitely can work smarter, not harder, like the classic, but yeah. and still have a great um, self-care routine and take care of your mental health and your physical health. And yeah, no, I think that's great. Do you take like tactical actions like certain things you'd like try to drop or try to incorporate into your lifestyle to try to keep the side hustle balance with the self-care and just balancing everything like are there certain like habits or routines that you do yeah I need to get outside every single day mm -hmm. and I'm not going to say that's an easy thing a lot of the mm -hmm. time it actually like takes a lot of energy because if I woke up and I was in an editing hole because I wanted like a lot of the times I'll have a YouTube video or a podcast to get up and I'll spend my whole morning trying to get it up by 11 a.m. or by 12 when right. like you know that's a normal time to get something up and then it's 12 and I have a few client calls for PR so I can get into yeah. a hole of like being inside and I'm like oh I'll get a quick workout and inside so 
I try to get outside every single day and make myself do that, even if it's such a crazy day inside and I end up going for an evening walk at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, I try to move my body every single day. If I don't work out, it's that walk that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But truly, like, along with planning my day out the night before, I plan out my workout every day. So mm-hmm. I have a bunch of free workouts. I'm very lucky. I can take rumble boxing and then the rumble mm. treadmill class so that's two classes oh, cool. right there yeah we have partnerships with other studios so i'm able to take soul cycle and through oh, by nice. fitness and other yeah so like we take each other's classes and my clients i have their online subscription so yeah. i make it fun i can like decide the night before what i'm in the mood for the next day and that's super important for me because it totally changes my mental health I will do like a morning workout and call my boyfriend and he'll be like, did you just drink 10 tubs of caffeine? <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's all about getting yourself outside, getting yourself to the workout. And it really, honestly, for me, when it comes to, as your question was like to sort of infuse that energy to put into productive things and work and all of that, like mm-hmm. it gets my energy flowing when I'm sitting here all day. I don't feel as creative. I feel like I can procrastinate. But getting out of the apartment, moving my body, as cliche as it sounds, it's cliche for a reason. Mm -hmm. And it's because I literally get my blood flowing, endorphins, adrenaline, all of those things. And then I get excited to take that client call or to edit that video because like I have the energy now. Totally. Yeah. And I I know self-care is a really big part of your brand and your content. So I would love to chat to you about that a little bit. Like what does self-care mean to you? I think we hear self-care a lot, like doing a face mask or taking a bath. Yeah. Like to you, like what does that mean to you? And like, how did you get so um, into it? So yeah, like you said, I think self-care, when people think of it, they think taking a bath, yeah, doing a face mask, and that's just a Band-Aid, honestly. Like if you're having a bad day, you slap a Band-Aid on it, slap a face mask on <laughs> yeah, it. Like totally. That's, all those things are super fun and I agree, treat yourself. But when I talk about self-care, I really mean sometimes it's the hard stuff. Mm -hmm. It's therapy, it's journaling. It's sometimes we sort of try to distract ourselves because we don't want to slow down and hear the chatter in our brains because our minds are talking a mile per minute. And I know sometimes when I'm anxious, for example, about a family situation or an argument, I don't know, something like that, you sort of at least I do. I try to distract myself. Like mm-hmm. I want to watch TV. I want to, but if you really take the time to do things like journaling, therapy, whatever your form of checking in and tuning in with yourself is and working through that is, it's all about understanding yourself. I think the more you understand what is going on in your mind and your reactions and how you can make sure those reactions are healthier reactions and healthier right. habits rather than reacting to an uncomfortable situation and resorting to binge eating or anger or lashing out at people. Right. Taking a look at that and un- it's the hard stuff, like taking a yeah. look at those bad habits and really tuning in with yourself every day, mindful practices, also that you can live in the end a more peaceful, mindful life because you understand yourself more and you can call yourself out like, oh God, my anger is kicking in or my whatever yeah. habit is kicking in let's do this instead. Because when I go for a walk instead, and I, I I take a breath and I take a walk, I feel so much better. Mm -hmm. And it's getting into those healthier habits so that you can just train your mind, train yourself to live a happier life. And really how I got so into it is the idea of taking care of yourself so that you can take care of others. Mm -hmm. I've, I'm a people pleaser. I'm a caretaker. And I've always, you know, prided myself on taking care of my friends and my family. And once I realized that I was going through some anxiety, all the things we were mm-hmm. all going through in the beginning of the pandemic and mm-hmm. through some tragedy, tragedies that happened through my life, I realized, wow, all these things that I keep want, like I've wanted pe- certain people close to me my whole life to take care of themselves so badly. So mm-hmm. I'm helping, helping them take care of themselves so that hopefully they can be happier. I want them to be happy so badly. And be able to just live life in a happier state and then maybe take care of me a little bit. And like, right. Yeah. I wanted that for myself. Once I realized I wasn't doing so well and I was trying to take care of everyone else. Mm -hmm. So I went back to therapy, talked through that, realized, yeah, 
I'm not taking care of myself, but yet I'm trying to get everyone else to take care mm -hmm. of themselves. So it's important to take care of yourself so that you can be there for loved ones, but then also so that you don't have to rely on your other loved ones to take care of you. So right. it all comes full circle. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that about sums it all up. <laughs> yeah, no, I love what you said. It's so important. And I think like what you said, it's not always fun, like self-care, I think. Right. I think letting yourself like think is so um, important. I, I was talking to, I think we talked about this last episode, but it's like, you'll go for a walk, you're listening to podcasts, you're working, watching YouTube video, like you're constantly intaking content. And I think a lot of the times, like you said, when you are feeling anxious or upset or angry, it's like, you you need to like take some silence and think and speak about things and not just like constant distraction. I think that's a huge thing that a lot of people our age, like, cause you're just constantly intaking stuff and it's, it's hard to process what you're thinking and feeling in those times. Yeah. And I crave that now. Like I, yeah. I, the other day was so anxious because mm -hmm. I felt like I was getting all these text messages about plans. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to find yeah. an apartment. Like so I was so anxious. And then I was like, I just need to put my phone on the other side of the room. Not listen yeah. to it. I like, I clicked playing a podcast to distract myself. Right. And then even them talking was giving me anxiety. Totally. So I just yeah. started cooking dinner with no noise. Eventually mm -hmm. I put on some relaxing music, but like I crave it now, which is crazy. Cause I wouldn't mm -hmm. even like think to not, you know, listen to a podcast or at least music, yeah. you know, when you're in the shower, like I always listen to a podcast. Me too. Same. It used to be before podcasts were a thing. Like yeah, it used to be my only time to really be quiet. Totally. And now it's so not anymore. So yeah. it's, yeah, now I crave it. So it's, it's just trying to even take, even like my five minute journal, taking those, mm -hmm. not five minutes, it's like 30 seconds in the morning and night. If yeah. that's all I do, at least I'm taking a second to be grateful, to think about what happened today and just like check in. Totally. Yeah. I like, I like that. Just check in. Like I, I feel like a lot of people, like my anxiety, the last year and a half has been at an all time high. And I think a big thing. And I think this speaks to that, like having some silence is perspective. I think a lot of us lost perspective. I think when you're in an apartment, like you're in four wall, four walls, like for like a year, it's so powerful to just like get outside and go for a walk. Yeah. You're like, there is such a big world around me. Like there's people like living their life. Like there's just so much to life and like life is so wonderful. And I think it can get really tough when we lose that perspective on our situation and I like what you said like it can be like 30 seconds in the morning and I think that is huge like it helps a lot yeah that's so true I never thought of it that way like when you walk outside and just see okay there's yeah. a million other people doing a <laughs> yeah. million other things I like I gotta stop caring so much about myself and like freaking out over things that only I care about and only I am thinking yeah. about like you guys, it's, it's all about getting out of your head, I guess. Totally. I, yeah. And just like yeah. seeing other people like yeah. living life and just realizing like, you know, those videos you see in like grade 10 science of like the world just gets smaller, like the universe, you're seeing more and yeah. more of the universe. It's like, yeah, almost like you need to do that of like, okay, like let's just get some perspective on how I'm feeling, not to minimize what you're feeling, but I think I can get in my head a lot about like things that just like truly aren't that that serious like it's really not that big of a deal my boyfriend and I always say nothing matters yeah like <laughs> yeah I love and that. it's such a it's such a silly yet also kind of profound thing yeah. but yeah. it's like every time we've gone on vacation we always get there and everything we were worrying about tying up in a bow before we left work and all these things it's like wait nothing yeah. we went into another state and now all of a sudden no one cares like nothing matters yeah <laughs> like, all of the things we worry about every day we take ourselves out of our everyday routine we're on vacation mm. and like everything's fine yeah no big deal like it's just crazy the things we get anxious about every single day that are so tiny totally okay so before we end off to anyone listening who's kind of in a similar situation to you like wanting to focus on their passions or make a change like what pieces of advice do you have for anyone listening who like wants to take that jump and take that leap and like take control of their life? This is going to sound probably super woo woo. Actually, maybe not, but <laughs> I feel like usually the advice online is like, have a plan. Like that's usually what someone right. in my position would say, like make the budget. Don't mm -hmm. quit until you, you know, like something like that. 
Mine is really something that helped me tremendously and I think is the key to any decision. And it goes exactly back to what we were just talking about. Journal on it, talk it out in Mm -hmm. therapy. Like you need to check in with yourself. Journal on what lights you up. What do I hate about my job? What do I actually like about my job? What could Mm -hmm. I tolerate? And what could, what would be an ideal option for me that feels impossible? For example, Mm -hmm. asking your company to go part-time, like things like that, like just really fleshing it out, whether in therapy with your family, I personally think it's like a personal thing, Mm -hmm. journal on it, podcast on it, never release the podcast. If you just need to talk it out, like whatever it (laughs) is, find out, you know, pretend you're on a phone call walking around the park, like (laughs) right on Microsoft Word. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Just find either free write, find a million journal prompts, like just check in with yourself to find out what you truly want, what you're seeking. Is it that you just want the flexibility Mm -hmm. or is it that you want, like, what is it that you want? Cause you could maybe achieve it without fully quitting. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's that you want to be a travel vlogger and you really do have to quit or something like, right. what is it that you, or maybe you find a remote job if, if that's what you want to do travel. Like my mm-hmm. point is yeah, really journal on, talk it out, check in with yourself for an extended period of time until you get to the root of it and feel so confident in a solution and in what you want to do that it makes complete sense to you. And you can't imagine any other next step. And that's when you'll feel the confidence that I did eventually. It feels so overwhelming and anxiety inducing and you, I cry, maybe not you, but I cried, (laughs) I cried a lot over it. And I was, it's embarrassing and all these emotions. But when you finally get to the core of what you're seeking after, what do you want to feel? What is it that you're looking for? What is a possible solution? What's the worst thing that can happen if I do this? And what's the solution to that? Like, journaling Mm -hmm. on all of these things and taking the time to really understand yourself, get to know yourself, get to know what you want. That's what's going to make you figure out the best decision for yourself and feel so confident in it Mm -hmm. that you'll be like me. I'm not, I haven't had a panic attack since knock on wood. I don't have one, Yeah, but I feel at peace because I took the time to really, I understood myself and I understood Mm -hmm. exactly what I wanted Mm -hmm. and I understood my backup plans. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh, I love what you said. That, that's amazing. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I, I feel like everyone that's single be just so inspired by your story. I know I was for sure. And I think, thank yeah. You. So where can people find you? Like plug all your stuff, your podcast, your channel, everything. Yeah. So everything is under Jen Lauren on Instagram. It's Jen underscore Lauren with two N's. And of course, everything is in my link in bio. My podcast is Dare to Self-Care podcast, and my YouTube channel is Jen Lauren. My YouTube channel is all about self-care, health, wellness. I do productive vlogs in New York City. I review workout classes, and then the podcast is where I bring other people into the conversation. So we'll do some one-on-one episodes with wellness experts, but really just bringing on anyone you would possibly be interested in and talking about their story, and then there's always a self-care component. So beginning mm-hmm. of every episode, what's your self-care tip? And oh, I love that. Really, yeah. It opens your eyes to how many different things you can do. That's like you said, not just a face mask. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has their own thing that they do. It's not just meditation or taking a bath. Like people have such unique answers to that question. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's where you can find me. Awesome. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This was, this was so fun. And, um, yeah, well, everyone go check out her channel, her podcast, everything. I, like I said, I love your content so much. Yeah, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.